Rockmeister. That's a Rockmeister. Gadfly's porn collection. Yeah, I care a lot. Bell bottoms and roller skates. Yeah. <laughs> This is your AI-generated Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Giddy Gadfly. This is Dr. Head. And this is the Blue Fez, I think. Yes. And together, we bring you... By the way, AI means absolute idiot. So, <laughs> okay. This is the kiss. What? Who? What episode is this? Uh, Dr. Head. Yes. Think of the number. Like I don't know what number this is. We don't know the this number. We just need to know the episode. What the episode? What are we talking about here? Kiss. <laughs> hey, kids. Is this? Is and this the inmates, fellow inmates. Is this the French? This is Doctor Head. We're going to be talking about one of the best movies that came out in October of 1978, uh-huh. and uh, it's one of the best. It's right up there. A seminal classic in every sense of the word. We're talking about Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. Yes, yes, yes. Ooh. Blue Fez. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Feather. What? (laughs) Punchline. That that, that was it. Oh, what? (laughs) Midnight Gaffleck. Our last session, Midnight Gadfly gave everybody the finger, and everybody said, nope. And this time, Dr. Head gave us a kiss, to which Blue Fez said, Banzai! (laughs) Dr. Tar. Kiss and STDs. (laughs) And my punchline is, you're looking for someone, but it's not kiss. (laughs) <laughs> that's the only line out of the movie i remember that's right yeah. star child <laughs> easy demon okay Catman. space ace is right <laughs> oh, no, you gotta say it like space park. ace you gotta say yeah. space ace is right <laughs> <laughs> easy Catman. that's right my voice is being overdubbed because i was too fucking drunk to say my words is right. that true <laughs> And, yes. one of the, and one of the most god awful yeah. dubs of a of Horrible a lion or yeah, the, of a roar, the roar from <laughs> from Gene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know we and, um, the, and the beautiful. Th- this movie has some of the absolute best special effects I've ever seen. You know that fire coming out of his mouth. Did you see yeah. the one scene where the fire it, it comes it out of his mouth off. and they show it and it's like 
yeah, it's it's masked off. Yeah. Is yes. that what it is? And it's about that, 12 inches great. in front of him. So <laughs> <Yes>. it's, it's... <laughs> that's good. That's why they're called special ed effects. Yes. <laughs> that's what these were. Yes, yeah. they are. But all those shots on the roller coaster, yes. those were real. Those yeah. were real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Um, you know, for, and I for, love... Well, I was just going to give the uh, the brief overview, briefest, briefest, briefest of overviews. Um, it, this was a, uh, a, a made-for-TV movie produced by Hanna-Barbera. Oh, of course. Okay. Now, I mean, I feel bad for Hanna-Barbera because their cartoons are still good. Um, so this this was this came out in 78. This was at the, the height of their popularity. Um and the plot is this is at Magic Mountain, and there's a guy named uh, Abner Devereaux. He's an engineer, and he creates these uh, animatronic attractions. And um, he's not happy about the fact that there's a concert coming in by Kiss, and then that's overshadowing his accomplishments. So he has this convoluted plan to um, create robotic Kiss members. Um, and once you get revenge, you know, and then um, then turn them, uh, use them, weaponize them at the Kiss concert at Magic Mountain to cause a riot and then destroy the park. So, um, and then there's uh, because uh, because wasn't he going to be let go or something mm-hmm. or. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they it doesn't think his animatronics were that. Special. I think I, 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 think I came, came out They're of my really super, not. Yeah, super long enough. Well, he also he supercharged like this. He supercharged the rides too, so that they were they were yes. going like ridiculously fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he so was this off is the kind rails. Of like a remake of How to Make a Monster, right? Uh, it was kind of like Westworld meets Roller Coaster, um, Rollerball. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, you know, now when this movie came out, I was I was eleven years old, and in, the, in uh, sixth grade, you know, the height of popularity, Kiss mm-hmm. was everywhere, um, and Kiss was my 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 band at the time. So every kid in in school came to watch this movie. That's all we talked about the next day because this was really the first time I think that any of us had seen Kiss like in motion or heard them talk. You get the, we had the Kiss cards and you see pictures in the magazines and stuff. But unless you saw the Paul <laughs> Lind Halloween special in 1976, <laughs> oh. never really saw a Kiss or they were on I think <laughs> ABC Don Kirshner one of those rock concerts. Yes, they were. Yes. 1975, but yes. you know that yes. was kind of Don late Kirshner. night. This was this was popular stuff so uh but yeah this this is an awful train wreck of a movie i mean it is just every bit as bad so i've seen it like four times now and i usually just fast forward to the parts where kiss is on because that's the only only worthwhile Watchable? viewing Not yeah either. because of the horrible dialogue the bad acting and you got to see ace freely go eh, which yeah. apparently was his original that's all he said in the original write-up of the dialogue. He just made act noises, and he was referred to as some kind of cosmic Harpo Marx who didn't speak but just communicated with sound. That was like his original uh, idea for the character. And he's like, no, fuck that. Give me some lines. So they gave him some lines, um, you know, <laughs> memorable as they are. Yeah, but he, he talked with the guitar. He, he meant lines of coke. That's, That's the problem. Right, right. He didn't yeah, mean <laughs> – you know, he, he and uh, Ace, Peter Chris were, were big into it. They had a, a lot of addiction issues with substances and they were drunk and stuff most of the time and loaded and uh so stanley even said in an interview that he said we had no idea what was going on he said none of us even read the script (laughs) he said we weren't actors he said we weren't actors you know 
and it's obvious when you see it that they're not actors. Yeah, and the script kept on getting mm-hmm. rewritten, and they were they were they were sold this movie as a kind of like a. Um, Hard Day's Night meets The Wizard yes. of Oz. Yes. And they thought, sure, that's you know, Hard Day's Night. I remember watching that as a kid, The Beatles. You know, it, I could see why it was such a, a great movie for the time because it really shows their personality. It's it's frantic, you know, a lot of antics and the silliness that came with, with the Beatles' playful demeanor. So, um, you know, but I just love the scenes. Like the one here, you know, where they're sitting in their cosmic robes. You know, and, and Gene in their walks lifeguard up. chairs. In the yeah, lifeguard like, chairs. In the lifeguard chairs. You know, there uh, is a certain it, there is a certain well, nice then, little irony the, to and this. And then Gene hands the dude the, a towel because he's all sweaty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and they're sitting in their full makeup, their full gear. So that's all they ever wear. Like they're Through, never out throughout the movie when they have to move. Watch him when they walk. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, watch Gene, like, Simmons. Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons. Yeah, because he's always crouched and he's hopping. Yeah. You know. yeah. And I wonder if part of that was <laughs> like because like... on a sound set you got these big shoes clunking. If that's you know, I don't know if that was that. I don't think the... it's on the sound set because we oh, watch him in concert. Yeah, that well, yeah, <laughs> he does yeah. the same so thing. He does the he, whole he, demon thing. Yes, yes. That's yeah. he just and there's a lot of the pointing. He's handling really... the demon, man. He's not. You know, yeah. that's that's so and, he's. Walking like funny. the demons. And Paul Walk Stanley has demon. magical powers, beams that shoot out of his eyes. He can Ranger. shoot out and beautiful, a star. Beautifully rendered beams. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 70s. I say 70s, 70s beams. High beams. Yes. They weren't he, even 70s beams. He could shoot out a <laughs> shoot out a star and hear what people are saying. I don't know. They kind of you know? look Buck Rogerish. They me, they though, look so. like 1927. <laughs> Look, the stuff from Space Ghost is way better. Okay, I'm going to give you a hand at Barbara credit on that one. You know, the sound effects. Yeah, but, you know, as an 11-year-old kid, I thought this was the cat's ass. You know, it was just fantastic. And as I've gotten older and adult. Cat's ass it is. Yeah, yeah. It just became one of those one of those things like, man, this is so awful. But it's it's like it's a train wreck that you want to oh, see. Oh, I get it. But I had no it's connection horrible. like that with it. So it just... Yeah, yes. I get it. So I'll, I did too. I'll, uh, yeah, I had the same connection is because but we it went is to, so funny. We literally went to Cedar Point and came home, and it was on that night. So we then watched <laughs> How it. Cool is and that? This is when we lived out in Ottakee, Ohio, or whatever it was. Yeah. It was like the first or second time we ever went to Cedar Point, and it was great. I mean, I loved it just because you're like, this is the best way to end a great day. <laughs> you know, you're 11 years old. You're like, that's all you give a shit about. But then I subsequently saw it like 20 years <laughs> later, and I'm like, what the fuck? The fuck? <laughs> the, the, well, in the beginning, it, even now, like watching it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the banana splits. You know, you even get some yeah. of the stuff to people like that. Um, I think I would have rather watched the banana split. But then it gets, but then it gets even more cheesy, uh, and that's when I started thinking it's uh, Sid and Marty Croft macaroni and cheese. We needed Sid and Marty Croft to help with this. this. At least that would have. At least you could have been like, oh, okay, this is a drug drug fueled fantasy. Makes perfect sense. This the Hanna Barbera is way out of their depth on this one. I mean, Charles Nelson Riley and Kissville. Yeah. Witchy Boo. That's <laughs> that I pay to see. Yeah, we need Come Witchy on, kids. We're oh, gonna I'm get sorry. Some it it was Sid and Marty Quad. Oh, honestly, this I think would have in 2015, they did a Scooby Doo movie, an animated movie with Kiss. And I'm sitting here thinking, I would rather watch that because I think this movie should have been a Scooby Doo, like a, a big, like two hour Scooby Doo animated film. I think the thing would have totally worked. This, this was, 
I, I also remember watching this because I remember going to school on Monday and that's had, like you said, that's all anybody was talking about was Kiss Me the Phantom. And I wasn't. I know if they would do something like if they would do something like that now, you know, you could dress it up and kind of. They've been make asked. It, they talk I mean? about that. They get they get asked that all the time. When are you going to do the sequel? When's the next <laughs> Kiss movie coming out? They're like, nah, never. It's not going to happen. No, that's good. But I'm just saying, if you you could have don't keep in the comic books or stuff like that or whatever you want to say. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> Go ahead, Fez. You were saying all the kids were talking about. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I just I remember that that was like the topic of conversation that Monday morning when we all went to school. And I had a friend in grade school who was a huge Kiss fan. I mean, this guy was I think he was like a member of the Kiss Army because that wasn't that the fan club. Yes. Yep, yep. And, yeah. For five dollars, you could be you could join. Yeah. yeah they reference it in the movie. Yeah. And yeah, I, remember, yeah. I, I remember he was just like. That, that he was just he, he, he came he, he left school on Friday and showed up on Monday a different human being <laughs> 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 I just remember that he was just like it's like the, the best thing has ever in the world that just happened to him on the weekend so yeah <laughs> but oh man this is this, you, you, you're right it, it's almost unwatchable the only things that are watchable is when you, you get to the concert footage I, I found myself just skipping ahead just to watch that <laughs> What and, you didn't and, get the plot? Yeah, and, and but and 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 it's just nobody is just like either Anthony Zerba, which I'm when he shows up, I'm like, wait, that's Matthias from the Omega Man. Huh, how'd he get in this? And he actually looks like the, like the one scene when he's talking to the owner and he he kind of faints a little. And I, I'd have to think that was him going, maybe if I faint, they'll just write me out of the movie. You know, maybe he's <laughs> used because this 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 makes. Buck Rogers, Wonder Woman, any of the six million dollar man, it's like Citizen Kane. I mean, this, this is <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's laughably bad. Man. Yes, bud. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, yes, Citizen Kane a la Kung Fu. <laughs> Citizen Kiss. Citizen Kiss, Citizen Kiss. Yeah, it's it's horrendous. It really is. Um, you know, this is the first time that I had watched it. Uh, without fast forwarding it in and yeah. since it came out in 1978 i've seen it a few times but just kind of my friend and i we were joking through it you know so we weren't paying all that attention but this time we let it play and um no it would never happen again it, it was um it just was just i mean we were pretty fucking high which just prolonged it i think kind of like, like how long yeah, it did help in some ways but otherwise i'm like god this is going on forever how long i couldn't do it. movie <laughs> you know i couldn't do it yeah, it was it was awful. Um, I still like the parts where Kiss are in it because it's hysterical, you know. The, except the, the really dreadful um, rendition of Beth that Peter Chris sings. That's the only time you really hear his voice in the movie. Oh my god! Um, the, the really <laughs> really awful. I mean, stunt doubles. You know, Ace yeah. really. There was yeah. there was an African American yeah. playing him, yeah. and then there was a there was like a Japanese guy playing another one. It was just it's yeah. just so obvious the cuts. It's like watching an episode of Star Trek. When William Shatner stunt yeah. doubles in there, it's yeah. like, hey, 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 where's the where's the guy? You know, that's not him. Yeah, um, and I and I, but I loved the concert footage because, again, as a kid, you want to see that stuff. As a yeah. Kiss fan, um, and then what I want to do because there is a, a couple of good tri- 
Kiss tribute bands out here. Mr. Speed, I'm talking to you. I want to hear a Kiss tribute <laughs> band here do the version of Rip, 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 and Destroy instead of Hotter Hell. Like that would be fucking awesome. Someone's gonna get that, you know. So if any Kiss guys out there, Kiss bands, Rip and Destroy, you heard it here on Unsane Radio. It was so bad though. That's such a that's a that's a, a absolutely horrible horrible song. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and it, like, they, they sing the same like the same yeah, four yeah. lines of the of the verse like three times. Like we didn't think about writing a second verse because you know it's yeah. just too much work. Yeah. Um, now, now the uh, the guy we can blame for writing this because there is there is blame to be had here, <laughs> and we are going to give it uh, Don Boudet here, um, also known as uh, Jan Michael Sherman, same guy. Um, he did m- movies like uh, Too Hot to Handle from 1977, California Girls in 1938, but he also did Spawn of the Slithus, um, which is a, a bad I saw that to drive sci-fi <laughs> horror movie, kind of. Uh, yes, yeah, horrible. He got a sponge. Yeah, he's an actor. He did a lot. Of, he did a lot of stuff. You know, in the 70s. I mean, he when you see him, you realize, oh, okay, that's who this guy is. Um, he wrote, quote unquote, wrote the uh, wrote the screenplay, um, but the fact that you know it was produced by Hanna Barbera is wonderful, and I could barely tell the difference between the robotic kiss and the real kiss. So that was something that was really good. <laughs> That's you know, true. How, That's how, true. How, you know, how they made Gene Simmons walk through that wall, you know, and destroy things, and everyone's like, "Hey, Gene!" <laughs> Everyone's saying it was you broke that wall down. You know, <laughs> it's like, really? Do you, do you think uh, someone else might look like this? I don't know. He's walking around in his uh, dragon boots and a fucking cape. I mean, the Dracula cape. What is up with that? You know, one robot, two kiss robots. Yeah, just. Just all kinds of awfulness. And every time Gene would speak, it was reverb to hell. Yeah. <laughs> right, like demon. That's right. It's like this. Somebody explain that tongue to me. Is that like real or is what is it's it? Real, he, had, he had that implanted. Oh, yes. He's early on. Uh, you know, it, it, it's that's ridiculous. The, that's the that's the that's the, uh, you know, was it the the urban legend that it was a cow's tongue? There's all kinds of yeah. stuff, but he was just born with a long tongue. You know, I've yeah. seen other people with yeah. long tongues, but you know, and, <laughs> and in this movie, he utilized it. Oh my god, <laughs> yes, exactly. Every time you'd see him, just about it. Yeah. over yeah. enunciating everything, <laughs> breathing fire. <laughs> you know, they, they didn't have any blood spitting scene, which is what I really wanted to see because that was like my favorite thing. But about this was, a, but this was a TV show. TV movie made for, you know, yeah. definitely it was TV all like movie. 8 to 10. Made, made for made TV. For you know, 11 year made old. for TV. Yeah. And made and for 11 year olds. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Made right. for the Kiss Army. Made for the Kiss Army. Exactly. And, um, you know, which I, I wasn't an official member of the Kiss Army until much later. But, uh, reserve. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> In the reserves. The Kiss Serves. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the, the you know, then they, oh, the whole uh, the weird thing I thought you know they wanted to bring in this whole uh, idea of the talismans. This is how Kiss gets their magical abilities and like powers yeah. that they have. I thought that was kind of a a goofy thing, and I'm like, wait a minute, something's wrong here. Why has Gene Simmons not made a fucking replica of this box and sold it? Because he know that shit <laughs> would sell. He's yeah. a fucking whore. He'll sell anything. Oh yeah, and he won't sell the Kiss talismans. That would be, you know, as an ironic gift or some as a for a, another Kiss fan friend. Like I would totally get that for them. Well, I wouldn't give you know Kiss any more of my money, but 
you know, yeah, I don't know why he didn't make the talisman, but I mean, Kiss was huge. I mean, they were all over every magazine. You couldn't not yeah. see Kiss because the mystique of their makeup. Yeah. yeah, that was part of it. And then they had the Mego. I wasn't Mego came out with the Kiss dolls, the twelve-inch oh. action figures. You know, yeah, um, which looked I really horrible, Kiss, so. terrifying. You know, I think it just caught me at the right time in the right place. You know, ten years old, and I first hear uh, Destroyer, I hear Detroit Rock City, like in fifth grade. I'm like, wow. Then I saw the album cover. I mean, that album cover is like one of the coolest album covers of all time. <laughs> Destroyer. I'm like, wow, fuck. Who are these guys? And like, yeah, I like the guy with the dragon boots. That's who I want to be. You know, yeah. It just appealed to all that ten year old boy, you know, yeah. sensibilities. Ten years and even older. You know, not. Yeah. You know, it, um, it went into the teens. I mean, they were, you know, yeah. talking about pop culture. You know, they were a pop culture uh, icon at the time. And they, and they knew and it just, too. Well, no, no, they they capitalized on it. And a phenomenon. That was all that that was Gene Simmons marketing. You know? yes. marketing. Gene Simmons is is a pretty savvy person when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, he yeah. fully admits he lets people like once yes. the name got yes. big because they Kiss was struggling. Their record sales were doing nothing. Their first three albums, yep. Uh, yep. which are arguably you know the first album is really good. I like Hotter Than Hell. They're all the really good albums. Then like the second you know then Kiss Alive came out. That's what they had. No more money. Casablanca Records, brand new record company. They said, well let's just put out a live recording. Although yeah. live in the sense of it was live, and then they overdubbed everything <laughs> so, <Yeah>. um, <laughs> to make it send. And they put more crowd noise in, but it did cam- <laughs> capture the feel of a Kiss concert without yeah. all the yeah. mistakes and human errors that come with playing live. And that album sold like two million units. It just yeah. gangbusters. And then that fueled their popularity. So by the time 78 came out, Kiss Alive 2 had come out. They had three more albums. Yeah. Kiss Alive 2 came out, which had the tattoos, which I had on my arm at one time when I had the <laughs> album. And uh, and then, like, then they had the four solo albums which that's began the demise of kiss they're like oversaturated the market and there was the ego behind everybody like let's put four albums out at the same time and that's the music that you hear they took out the hannah barbera music when they re kind of retooled it for a different audience they put in kiss songs from the kiss solo albums each member that's has what at I least didn't one what song they didn't do in the first place but. yeah each one uh at least one out song from each of the four members um because they had to you know hannah barbera like cartoon fight music in and themes on so they replaced it which might have made it better you know um unintentionally even better but but yeah the the music is horrible uh you know as those solo albums are just, except for ace freely's his is actually pretty good but between the inane dialogue the bad acting the horrible plot um the the only thing watchable is kiss falling and stumbling and acting uh you know those scenes where they say those ridiculous lines are just are that's the best if you just make those little out of that movie that 15 minutes where kiss is in it that would be a really enjoyable 15 minutes well, kiss doesn't even show up until 30 minutes 30 minutes in the, yeah yeah for yes <laughs> except in the very beginning montage you know, well the, yeah rock and roll yeah. night they're like it's you know which, which is kind of fun they're like standing over the they're like yeah. giants over the yeah. over the roller coasters and then that's it that's right you don't see them for the first yeah. third of the movie like what the fuck is going on i'm waiting for them to like be in the movie <laughs> That's a lot. That's a padding. Yeah. Yeah. Roller coaster show. In the first song when they're playing, you don't get to even hear the end of the song because it cuts to to the mad scientist. He shuts it off, Mm -hmm. you know. So you're you're right in the middle of watching this. You go, what the fuck? (laughs) And it was a it was a pastiche. Now I got to watch you. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was a pastiche ah. of several songs because they started off with yeah. like the drum riser going up, which is what they did at the end of the concert. That's not yeah. how they. That's not how they yeah. started a concert. Yeah. Yeah. That was like during oh, Black Diamond or something like that. Yeah, but, 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 good, but yeah. yeah, it was a good, <laughs> but a very theatrical, good visual. I mean, yeah, this was crazy theatrical. They still are. I mean, they're finishing up their their last tour, you know. Uh, but you know, they're they're a crazy, they're a theatrical band, as Paul they Stanley were. always said. We wanted to be the band that we never saw. So they made characters. They they assumed these identities, which evolved over time. You know, did the kabuki makeup. Then they did all those you know crazy things with the uh, spitting Dr. fire and blood and oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah all yeah. the all that stuff. The show. Which, yeah, the show became a spectacle. And then in an era where. You know, when you have bands, other bands that were popular, like Peter Frampton's not going to have that kind of show. You're there to hear the music. Kiss is putting on a visual spectacle. But right. the influence of Kiss, like them or hate them, they have really influenced a lot of the more theatrical kinds of bands like Ghost oh, yeah. and King Diamond, even you know, with the makeup. And and I, 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 Iron Maiden. <laughs> you know, Gwar, yeah, Iron Maiden with the huge theatrical sets. The oh, Alice Cooper. Oh, wait a minute. Alice Cooper, yeah. right. Now, yeah. Alice, Alice Cooper, you know, that's it. That's Alice true. Cooper is no. way before Kiss. You're true, Tar. That's right. And the, yeah, the, Alice Cooper. And the he was un- the first shock rock. And the unsane really uh, clown posse, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Twisted. Yeah, that's I'm right, sorry, that's insane. That's right. Wrong. Yeah, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper really started that shock kind of thing. And then they had the, the competition in New York with the, with the New York Dolls and Iggy Pop and but like the dolls and like wearing the whole like uh, glam, you know, wearing like dresses. And, oh, yeah. And yeah. then and that was what they were going with. And they that's their first band. Wicked Lester was more like a ripoff of the New York dolls because they were mm-hmm. they were like kind of in drag, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to, you know, that's so then they decided to kind of reform this idea with Kiss and did the whole changing and like everyone's going to be a superstar. Everyone's going to have a oh, character. David Bowie. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's the tradition. Of, as Little Ron, Richard. But- Wait a minute. <laughs> Elton, Elton John. <laughs> Elton John. Oh, yeah. no. What? Uh, uh, oh, what's the guy? Uh, oh, shit. What's the guy? Uh, roll over Beethoven. What's that guy? Uh, Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry. The only song, that, the only the only guy come out with the song called My Little Dingling and <laughs> everyone's going to be like, no one's going to like Make nobody cares. Hundreds nobody- of thousands. Oh, he's <laughs> talking about a bell. My dingling. <laughs> yeah. Well, so here's okay, the thing. I'm sorry. You're, you're I'm like, that just goes back. Dingling. It's just historical. Yeah. That 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 that, and you know, Kiss just really monopolized it. You know, it just at the really, moment, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah, and you know, it was it was good. We went to see him. You know, um, took took my 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 kids to see him. No, 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 I did not go. Well, that's true. I yeah, did, I, I hated youngest. Kiss. I did not he, like. Because she hated Kiss. Yeah, yes, I hated Kiss. You're right, you're um, right, you're right. I, I like the I love the visual stuff about it. I thought that was really cool. But I, I to this day, I would never put a song on by them to listen to. And when they come on, I don't have that lose my fucking mind attitude that most people at a party do. You know, when Kiss or ACDC comes on, you know, they just never did it for me. Um, but so I said, I love the spectacle of, of the whole thing. I love the design. I love the theatrics, all that kind of stuff. But uh, the music was not for me. So. Oh, let's make no bones about yeah. it. It was relatively mediocre music. Yeah, and greasy cheeseburger uh, <laughs> yeah, is what, yeah. is what Gene was, Simmons I, talks about. It. He says yeah. we're the we're the greasy cheeseburger of rock and roll. Yeah. It made no bones. He says there are a lot of guys, a lot of bands who will outplay us musically, but no one's going to top our show. And that was the whole. That was their selling point. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, the writing yeah. songs with the they you know, became the epitome of. A, of of that, of the that, sexual maturity of a of a of a middle school middle schooler, <laughs> you know, slight almost as clever, 
um, songs like Love Gun and things like that, you know, it's Spinal Tap. It's it's really you could see some <laughs> things where Spinal Tap <laughs> got true. some of these ideas is from the popularity of, of Kiss. You know, then the popularity waned out in the eighties. They kind of people got burned out, and they got really disco-y after this album, and that maintained until uh, Creatures of the Night, which is a really actually good album. Uh, but then they took off their makeup for Lick It Up, and then their popularity got you know got a you know, high you know big again. Um, and then you know so anyway, the Kiss history is the history has been out there for a long time, but they're finishing up the road. But but history, uh, I like that. Yeah, this. <laughs> This um, this movie is has a great place in it. I think they're probably less ashamed of it. For I know for for a, a good ten years after this, like no one was allowed to mention this to them. Like anyone working for Kiss <laughs> could not talk about this movie. They were so embarrassed about it because I think it was I don't know it was Paul Stanley. They like went to a movie theater because it was also shown in a few theaters, not just TV, but it was, was also it? shown. Mm-hmm. That's from what that. I understand. I thought it was I all I thought I it was a limited re- theatrical release. And like he like got up and left because that's that's the story. Um, Paul Stanley, for listening, let us know. Um, <laughs> you're looking for someone, but it's not insane radio. No way, it is. Kiss <laughs> uh, <laughs> has nothing on you, Doctor Head. I'm like that's right. Yeah. Um, I did see Vinnie Vincent in concert. He opened. Oh. He opened for <laughs> Alice Cooper. Oh, nice! During his, oh. I think it was the Frankenstein tour or whatever it was. Um, yeah, so that was pretty cool. I, I I took my younger brother to see that because he wanted to see that. He was I was always taking him to see that. And I what did we see? We saw Rat, was the other heavy metal band. Which Rat Rat was amazing. I mean that uh, guitarist Warren Demartini or whatever, mm-hmm. fucking good. Not just a shredder, but really good guitarist. Um, but yeah, that was funny because I had no idea who Vinnie Vincent was. And so we're sitting there and my brother's going, oh, he was like, blah, blah, blah. He starts going off on all this whole Kiss-like lecture. I tuned out. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, when is, when is Alice Cooper? Well, the funny thing was is that Vinnie Vincent had like this much stage to play on mm-hmm. with his band because they had a big curtain and they had that whole stage, that this kind of scaffolded thing that was the stage for Alice Cooper, this whole Alice Cooper, yeah. yeah. So he had this really narrow thing. He put on a really good show. I mean, he was, uh, it w- and I would say I liked his music better than I liked Kiss's music. Uh, but but he, was, was a, he was a songwriter with Kiss. Yeah. And when he, he was actually kind of co-wrote this lot of the bigger, bigger songs toward that era. And it was only when Ace was having a hard time staying with the band. He was missing practices and things. Same thing with Peter. That's why you know Peter left and was placed, and then Ace got eventually replaced with Vinnie Vincent, who had the the Ankh. He was like the Egyptian warrior yeah. or wizard or something. That was his, <laughs> that was his persona. Well, it's still hard to find a picture of him without that. You know what I yeah. mean? Like you yeah, he, well, he did the, his own band. You could look up, his, yeah. you know, the Vinnie Vincent Invasion. Yep, was his band, and and it was all the big t- hair, you know, teased hair yep. and stuff like that. That's and what we saw. So I'm I don't know if he still plays music. Um, I don't I don't know. I think he was on a Kiss cruise or something, or did something at like one of the <laughs> Kiss conventions Kiss that he was Kiss brought. Yeah, cruise. Kiss has this cruise every year where they charge you know fans a lot of money to sit and like they get three Kiss concerts, usually one in makeup, one's like an alternate, like something special, and then one's like acoustic. So I know last <laughs> couple of years ago they actually wore they wore the suits like from the cover Dress to Kill. They're in their makeup, but they're wearing like three piece suits. They kind of replicated that and they wore their Kiss suits for one of the concerts with them. Okay. And they should, but they, they typically play songs you don't normally hear in a concert, you know, stuff from uh, The Elder, you know, things like that. But um, 
Well, and what was what was the other thing they they put? There was the Kiss comic book where there yeah they I had, had their blood in it or right. Something. They got blood drawn at, at at Marvel Studios. There was you know the nurse the doctor there, and apparently <laughs> I don't one of them one of them didn't yeah. want to do it. Gene hates needle, oh. but Ace Freely or something. They were just like, but they're like, no, this is going to be a, a big splash. So they took a vial of each of their bloods and they poured it into the ink. Huh. You know uh, the giant ten thousand gallon vat of ink. Uh-huh. And Obviously, so, before the pandemics, but that's yes. <laughs> well, it was about 1977, 78, or no, 76. Those are, yeah, I, ha- I have that issue. It was a Marvel special, it might have been 77 or 78. HIV, what? <laughs> yeah, so yeah, pin- printed in real kiss blood. That was the that was the huge seller for it. Um, yeah, I got a copy with, I think. All their autographs on. I've had everyone sign that when I usually bring Big it. Big hit in the vampire community. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> People licking the pages. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but right. anything else on this uh, luminary movie? Uh, hmm. I did most of the talking. I feel like Doctor Tar should say something since he couldn't handle oh. watching the movie. He did. He said he didn't like it. The longest I could watch the movie, I came across a version that was dubbed in German. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just kind of weird enough that I kept watching it (laughs) for a little bit. (laughs) Was the demon's voice still in that Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was was kind of weird. It was, yeah. It did. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. Yeah. It is bad. It when, is so bad. When he blew his fire, it'd be that square box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody uh, see veteran character actor Brian James as one of the security guards? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, ah, it's a guy from Blade Runner. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's Blade like, how much am I getting to stand here? 50 bucks? All right. He's also the <laughs> guy, uh, the, the, the colonel that gets frozen in Fifth Element. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. I love oh, him. he is. Yeah, he's in yeah, tons he is. Of stuff. He's good. He's good. Well, that he's was the thing about the Kiss movie he's is that those were all stuff. those actors you'd seen in tons of TV and movies yep. and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was one of the more. They were there. Didn't he play some serial killer kind of guy in oh early nineties, late eighties? Oh, what was he called? It was like Shocker or some. I, I don't know. Whatever. Oh, the movie, the West like Craven. No, that wasn't. West Craven's was shocker. No, it was something like that. But it was like he played one of those things. But it was him, and it was yeah. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Yeah. You guys want to watch me take a dump? Say. Already did. Kiss me, the man of the park. Yeah. Kiss me, the dump of the park. Kiss is the dump of the park. Shirley Temple. <laughs> I'll have a number 13 from column A. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, but. <laughs> You're looking for someone, and it's Dr. Head. And you have been experiencing... Kiss! Unsane Clown Posse! Unsane Clown Posse! Unsane Clown Posse!
Unrated Radio. Oh, there you go. <laughs> We're really sorry for this STD. Unsane Radio at gmail.com. Unsane Radio on Facebook. Unsane Radio is on Twitter, I think. Uh, Unsane Radio. Go there. Look at the look at the cool pictures and listen to every fucking episode that we've ever done. Well, pretty close. Well, not right now. It's There's a couple that didn't get out there yet. <laughs> if it's if it's actually up, Don Don nuts. <laughs> Don nuts. <laughs> nuts. Don nuts. Corpse fucking. <laughs> You're looking for Yo, someone, but it's not done nuts. What sick fuck thought that up? <laughs> oh, tar and feathers, psycho cinema. <laughs> oh, those guys. <laughs> On the Vimeo. On the Vimeo. Go On the Vimeo, Vimeo yes. slash tar and feather. You can see a plethora of our episodes. Yes, and hit that tar and feather psycho cinema.com. Go, go, go visit the museum. <laughs> It's actually just tarandfeather.com. Well, they had that too. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? You'll get to it. And speaking of episodes, our Bulgarian Bulgarian fans know. (laughs) Bulgarian. And and by the way, Peggy is in charge. Our Bulgarian. 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 Yes, from Bulgaria. Oh, the episodic heavy metal horror continues metal every horror. other Friday. <laughs> yes, we just did a live reaction to a band called Sermon, their second album called Of Golden Verses. I think you guys would all love it. It's uh, it's pretty pretty amazing, unlike anything that kind of we had heard before. Similar to kind of Tool with the much tribal and syncopated uh, hypnotic rhythms. Tool meets Grip Inc. meets gothic... Uh, Gothic Arias. Yeah, it's, it's cool. pretty cool. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Yeah, check out our episode. You can listen to it. We do a live reaction. Is that episode live now? It's live now. Yeah. It'll be way live when this way comes Way live out. now. It'll be way live when the mud site comes back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right, my turn. Wednesdays, we freaks, W-E-E-F-R-E-E-K-Z on the Facebooks. It's a webcomic. Check it out. I will. (laughs) I appreciate that. And where will Gadfly be appearing this weekend? Oh, at the clinic. (laughs) Speaking of STDs, I'm making donations for free. What do you mean I can't sell my other kidney? <laughs> it's a science project. You've heard of stand-up comedy? This has been Dover comedy. No! <laughs> no! Sit down comedy. That is my stage name. Bend over. <laughs> You're looking for someone, but it's not bend over. <laughs> bend over? What? Yeah, you couldn't overdub this movie with your own it's stuff. Like make, it, make it funnier. Finnegan. That's yeah. true. It's, it's its own MST version. Right there. <laughs> yeah. It's its own STD version. That's it.
We have golf clubs in the back. That Fez is dog penis pink. Yes. <laughs> His fave. <laughs> <laughs>